Welcome home. This is the Residency Podcast. I am Jeff Tomasic with Drew Belcher and Low Raven. Yes, bringing you the biggest guests and stories in entertainment, business, pop culture, and sports from our studio on the Las Vegas Strip inside the Mandalay Bay. Make sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. This episode is brought to you by Mandalay Bay. Absolute legends are performing at Mandalay Bay this month. Don't miss Pearl Jam at MGM Grand Garden Arena on May 20th. Big flex. Big name. Love that. Uh, Wrestling is also back at Mandalay Bay with AEW Rampage at Michelob Ultra Arena on May 27th. Get ready for less distraction and more action. I like that. That's a good that's did you that's, that's, that's wild. Did, did you write that? that? I didn't write that, obviously. Oh, oh that's okay. the tagline? Yeah, that's, oh, that's, that's, that's the tagline. Oh, my God, I was about to say. Wow. Uh, and uh, if you want the ultimate summer vibe, Sublime is also oh. heading to Mandalay Beach May 28th and July 2nd. Real classic. That's, that's like good. Happy, I'd go to that. Happy vibe music. As always, come say what's up at our studio inside the Mandalay Bay Sportsbook anytime. We appreciate you guys. Hilarious, amazing episodes about to happen right now. This week we have the man behind the axe, the king of chopping wood. His social media is basically Fifty Shades of Grey, the nature version. Oh, Thorin Bradley, welcome dude. to welcome the show, my, my guy. Dude. I thought I was coming to Vegas. Walk in, I see my boy's haircut. It feels very fucking Reno, right? You like that? You it, is I mean? Reno. it is Reno. Reno. Yeah, I like dude, that. It feels Reno. I Biggest love that. City right I here. love that. I'm surprised you're not the one dripping in denim right now. I mean, go, uh, go, go, Rebels. Fuck Reno. But uh, I love that. And before we get started, one, I'm a fan. Appreciate it. Two, please keep your shirt on. Yeah, please. For Three, all don't pull your axe out. <laughs> and four, you have to chill because my girl is on all these apps. Oh, yeah. oh, gotta tone it down. No, I've never been uglier in this seat ever. Oh yeah, I'm so, I'm so happy I'm sitting on this side. Yeah, by I'm the usually, way, I'm usually the cute guy on this seat. Way too much hype going around, dude. That's wild. Yeah, no, but we are true fans, man. Love what you're doing. This is gonna be fun. This is gonna be fun. I'm excited, man. All right, I so what? Talk, what else too. are you doing in Vegas while you're here? By the way, um, well, one, where I live, I don't have any fast food. Uh, it's about an hour drive for me to get, you know, anything exciting worth eating. No taquerias, no sushi. I don't have any of that shit. Wow. Now, I do live in California, okay. but it's deep in the northern part of California that a lot of people don't really understand that. A lot of people have a misconception even of what the state looks like, dude. Because <laughs> I, think, I think a lot of people... Like your think, California is very different than like it's the not commercial a beach of California. California. There's, yeah. there's a legit, legitimate push to make my part of California called the state of Jefferson, which a lot of people are aware of. They've probably heard of it before. And when I tell you they're serious about it, there's people that legitimately, they, they don't consider themselves a part of California, dude. That's like, wild. Wait, can, what do you call it? The state of Jefferson? They, they call the corner of California that I'm from the state of Jefferson. Not they, as in it's not recognized by a real <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, man, who's like, who who they? Who's they? Yeah, yeah who's no, they? Who's letting them do that? They're talking about it's, you and your neighbor? <laughs> no, no. Well, yeah. The coalition? <laughs> I, I'm not a part of that group, considering you're not part of California. But I will tell you this, dude. It's just a, such a different place. And when people think of California, they think San Francisco, of course, the tech sure. industry. You think of San Diego and everything that's beautiful about that. L.A. and maybe a couple of landmarks that you're familiar with. Yeah. Some people are familiar with the fact that Yosemite is in California. Some people don't even know that. But there is, of course, the coastline and everything. But where I'm from, dude, it's the most rural, wild country that some of all of America has to offer, really. I mean, it gets wild out there. It is super remote. It takes me about an hour, which is not, I know it's not the craziest thing in the world, but it's about an hour and a half to get to like a Walmart. I mean, and that is crazy. Yeah, there's, that, it's California, there's, right? Yeah, don't, yeah. don't premise yeah. that. This doesn't sound too crazy. That sounds, within an hour, there's 150 grocery stores. 100%. Right? 
That's right. Wild. So that's that's how I grew up. That's how I live now. Um, of course, there was a lot of gaps in between there that I'm not talking about. But it's 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 awesome because the things that I've been pushing on social media, the things that I like to show on the TikTok side of things, those are really just complementary to the exact things I'm actually doing. That's incredible. So it's very easy, right? So it's like I think a lot of times people get lost in the fact that oh, he's chopping wood, he's splitting wood for TikTok. No, no, no. He was going to do that anyway. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just imposing on the chores that I have to do with my everyday life. And I'm showing one of a hundred that a lot of people don't know any of the other ones. I'm just picking a time and a place and a, a situation that's, that's quite convenient for me that I know obviously bodes pretty well for video. Yeah, But for there's sure. so many other ones in there that I don't show, people don't know about. I just decided to impose it. Splitting wood, I, and I'm, I'm saying this in the most humble way I can. When I started splitting wood on TikTok, I'd never seen a splitting wood video on any social media platform. Same. Yeah. The first fucking video that I posted didn't get a million views, dude. It got like 20,000 views, maybe, after the course of a couple months of it being up. But I just decided, hey, you know what? This is something I can film that's super easy because it's already part of my day. I'm not having to set up something different. Or doing, I'm different. doing 10, 10 ones a day. I might as well shoot 10 right. videos. Yeah. I'm already dressed. And there was a, there's a big part of me because obviously I went to... I went to college i got a master's degree i lived in san diego for a little while I lived on the oregon coast i didn't always just live in the most rural part of california i've been in and out of it but the lifestyle that i'm living it almost felt like sometimes because i'm so deep into fitness it almost felt like i felt like kind of a bumpkin like a country bumpkin to be showing myself in car hearts in work boots in fucking suspenders because it's not the suspenders were key you had the outfit and you're like hold on one more thing. No, missing. Yeah, yeah. no it's crazy. It's not, it's not even crazy. It's just whatever I was already doing. And now you got yeah. kids reaching out going, hey, man, where do I get those suspenders? Let's go. I'm like, bro, if you, if you don't, men, men reaching out, like, where do you get them? I'm like, dude, if you don't know, you're probably, it's, you're probably not the guy. Everyone don't, wants to wear Carhartt until it's time to do Carhartt shit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We got a gatekeeper here, don't, everybody. Don't yeah. you, no, no, don't you dare slide by a Mervin's or a Gottschalk's and throw on. <laughs> yeah. Throw on you're some, branded out. No, but it's it's funny because those are the types of things I didn't want to so, show social media for a while. I wanted to show that I had my shit together, dude. I was established in, you know, academia and the fitness industry. And I tried to clean myself up a lot when I would do these photo shoots for supplement companies because I was in that world, in that space. And then a time came where I just got too fucking tired, bro. I yeah. got too tired to keep trying to like toggle in between these different personas and try to clean myself up for the fitness industry. So I was just like, you know what? Fuck it, dude. Just put yourself as is. There's got to be a niche for whoever you are. So then that's what ended up happening. That's that's what we're looking at. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just got t I got too tired, dude. You know what's super cool, right? Is the people we've talked to that have kind of blown up or they've had things taken off on TikTok or any social media, right? It's when they become their most authentic self, right? Like what's her name? Uh, Jessica, oh, gosh, she's, she's making food for her kids. Right. Or like you're chopping wood because you're going to be chopping wood anyway. Like I also think you blow hits. people's minds when people who aren't in that world at all like when you think like, oh, what's a niche that I could do on social media, right? Like chopping wood is the 1,000th thing on my brain, right? 100%, 100%. But for you, it's like, okay, cool, it's your first. So when anyone sees that video and they're like, oh my God, like people really do this? Like yeah. someone's really for, in the And they're doing right it now? for real? Like chopping wood? Yeah. yeah, like one of the most common questions, what do you need all this fucking wood for, bro? Why would you need <laughs> this much wood? Who needs this much wood? That's the question every time. And that's, it's an honest question, dude. Yeah. But a lot of people don't understand but what's the answer? how much wood you go through in a fucking winter. Right now in my house, it is 27 degrees. Snow on the ground. I've been having a bear problem for like a week. This shit is, 
Like, dude, I had a bear break into my a bear broke into my back garage, and a lot of people who are listening to this might be be able to associate with that. They're like, yeah, dude, I've had a bear break into my house recently too. It's a legit problem. I was scared to come here to leave my house because now I can't make sure the bear the bear doesn't break in and steal trash. Like that's my real life. It's that's an everyday life. It takes so many cords of fucking wood to heat a house, but I don't do it. I'm not selling wood. I just do it for one of the many chores it takes to keep my life moving with a momentous fashion. Wait, you know so I mean? all of the wood that you chop on social media is strictly for you? No, I donate about I donate about 60, 60 to 70% of it. Stop really? the madness. Yeah, yeah. Donating it too? Amazing. So as soon as I started making money, um, showing these videos, making these videos, having a good time with it, as soon as that started happening, I thought to myself, well, I don't have to sell the wood if I wanted to do a little bit of extra. I always take dead and diseased trees, so I'm not... It's not the same thing as forest clearing. I legit have to have a permit. It is super important with conservation. All the, I'm dead serious. Like you literally, to keep the forest clean, you got to pull some shit out. There's sometimes. rules. Yeah, yeah there's, there's a lot rules. of stuff to it. I'm not clear cutting, but I do think that now that I have this advantage, I don't have to sell any cords of wood to try to get a leg up. If I make, you know, $250 on a, a fat viral video, instead of needing 250 for a cord of wood, I'm going to donate that shit. Yeah. So I'll do a lot of people in these areas, like a lot of older couples or people who maybe are down and out and Absolutely. the guy can't get up and go chop wood. A lot of us are really still living in this world and using only wood for heat. And some people got to buy it. And some people don't have the $500 it takes. So if I can drop <laughs> it off. like the most, the bare problems in using wood to heat your house. Like I'm trying wow, to relate so hard right now. <laughs> I know it's yeah. weird. I know it's weird, but like. But it's if, awesome. If I can, uh, the other day, I like, I was like, damn, I made a video popped off. And I was like, damn, I made like 300 bucks on that video. I don't need the money for the wood now. I'm going to drive up to someone's house and just drop it off. Someone I knew, drop it off on their, you know, driveway, leave it stacked and go. And now it's like, now it's kind of like this feed forward mechanism where people who watch me don't have to pay to watch me. It's not only fans. Sure. Yeah. It might feel like it sometimes. Yeah. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm trying to make this thing. I was like, like the one with the fucking watermelon. The watermelon. Yeah, I saw that one. Like, yeah. bro, you're showing your toes for free. Swear to God, didn't know feet were such a thing. That was just out. It's, a it's, a, it's, it's huge. It's literally huge. By the way, why aren't you doing an OnlyFans? <laughs> yeah. You're talking about making 300 bucks right no. now. You 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 dropped that watermelon video on OnlyFans, dude. I th I think OnlyFans could be lucrative. I think it could. But one of the issues uh, I have with a lot of the process that I went through to get my master's degree and go to school and stuff like that is a lot of the driving motivating factor behind me putting in so much time into things was money. And I started having this really unhealthy relationship with money where. It was this direct lifestyle where it's like, I got to put in that, you know, the, the Gary Vee lifestyle of like, hey, I'm going to grind, 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 grind. And if I don't have enough money, the excuse is I just didn't work hard enough. Sure. Mm. So you start making this in like really detrimental connection yeah. for yourself mentally with how you're doing in life and how much of that is financially relevant. You know what I mean? So it's I got to a point where I was like, I could do an OnlyFans, but with that 10 G's a month or however much, 10 G's a week, however much it was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 10 G's yeah, a day. Yeah. Yeah. 10 G's well, a day, I'm not, I'm not going to be showing any taters, but... It <laughs> doesn't matter, bro. Like, Toast. However much... However, <laughs> true. Toast. However, no matter how much money it is, bro, it'll you'll just you'll just adjust your lifestyle to come to meet however much you're making. That's Facts. Fair. You yeah. don't ever feel better about how much you're making after that first paycheck. Once yeah. you get that first big one, I know it feels good, but I did get to a place recently where i was like dude i don't i can go sit at any restaurant i want and sit down and not worry about what the bill's gonna be yeah that is probably the only thing that ever got better in life as i made more money mm -hmm. nothing else changed so by the way everyone's always curious about this so it's you're, you're talking about it now so we'd like to ask because they we get this question all the time it's all big, the yeah. guests that we have now that you have five million plus followers on social media 
How much money do you make from this? Are you making a lot of money? Is this your main job? This is going to blow a lot of minds. I worked, it took me seven years to get a master's degree in exercise physiology. When I graduated, I had, uh, I promise this is going to end up making sense in a second. I had uh, a lot of accolades, man. Student of the year, uh, graduate student of the year, published in the American College of Sports Medicine. I was getting ready to go start a PhD somewhere that was going to be free and sponsored. Because like I told you guys, the effort in kept being, okay, it's just going to be right. that next step. And I finished my master's degree and I was like, fuck, when do I start my PhD? And then I knew something was wrong because I didn't ever spend a moment just celebrating the fact that I had accomplished something. Mm -hmm. It just ended the second it was over. What do I do next? So I was like, okay, well, obviously I shouldn't go get a PhD then because I'm clearly not doing it for the right reasons. So I became a strength and conditioning coach in the NCAA for a Division One sports program. Um, I was a strength and conditioning coach making... $50,000 a year. Okay. 49 maybe. Okay. In California. <laughs> so one only. That's poverty. So nothing. So one only fans video copy. That's, that's yeah. poverty, that's bro. Not. That's not. I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm young. I don't have, I don't have uh, kids. So obviously you can live off that, but you're not living a lavish life, dude. You're, 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 and this is recent, dude. I'm talking a year ago. I was doing this exactly a year, to, a year ago today was my last day as a division one strength and conditioning. Oh, let's coach. go. Wow. So when I started TikTok, when I, when I started social media, even my first social media account was Instagram, getting my master's degree in college because I didn't grow up with social media. Right. So I was Easy. new to all this shit. Yeah. So I was a fucking sav savant when it came to the information I was ingesting. But then I came to this new world of technology and social media and shit. And I was kind of no clue what's happening. Like, what is all this? An yeah. algorithm. I didn't understand. But I, I knew that I had a lot to talk about because. So many people are constantly fighting tooth and nail all the time to have a platform to speak from or have enough people to speak to. And then they get there and they're like, fuck, I don't have anything to say. Right. <laughs> I have nothing to say. I'm, no I have value to add. Anything. Yeah. I haven't done I haven't done enough in life to have any experience. I've just been working so hard to have this platform and they get up there and it's like fucking dead air, bro. Yeah. yeah. But I, for me, it was the total opposite. I already had so much time and life experience. I've lived three different lives, dude. Like I pushed, I pushed myself so hard and then social media came about and I was like, fuck, I got... I got some interesting sh shit to say. Yeah. A lot of information I can give people. So I was like, during COVID, of course, when the athletes had to go home, I was like, this is probably a good time to try to increase my presence on social media and get a little bit deeper into the fitness modeling that I was already doing. I was like, I can push this a little harder. And then it led to, wait, wait a second. TikTok is so hyper viral. You don't have to find a brand big enough to promote you. You just become the fucking brand. Facts. Yeah. So I was like, oh, what's my goal? My goal is to go get to a certain point where Nike will pay me 500 bucks to wear a pair of sneakers on a, one video or to become the guy that can make the product, make the item, make the whatever it is. And then those brands are going to be the same size as me. So now brands reach out to me with less of a following telling me what they can do for me. I'm like, no, 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 no. I, I, I can do more for you than you can do for How me. That's not yeah. enough money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Game That's not enough sure. money. So... It got to this great place where I started out making like 50 and at the university, to be clear. Mm -hmm. After three months of COVID, I was making my same income through social media that I was making wow. at the job. So I was like, okay, 50, 50, let's match it. I'm still scared because every parent you've ever interacted with in your life says, well, where's the insurance? Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, where's yeah, yeah, where's the sure. retirement plan in splitting wood? There's no retirement plan. That. Yeah. You, go, you, go through all, you go through all that, man. You, you kind of... Is this sustainable? Discredit yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you discredit yeah. yourself for the work you yeah, put in. Yeah, this can't last or this but is Guess weird. what else yeah. can't last? I got a fucking probably six nights of sleep during that entire pandemic because I was worried that there wouldn't be college sports for another two years. Why would they need a strength coach for that? 
Yeah. True. So what exactly. is what was stable? Not competing, nothing, yeah. nothing was fucking stable at the time. Yeah. Can't so I'm like, eggs well, in one then, basket. So it kind of just got to that point where I was like, well, dude, this ain't scary. This just feels like more of the same. So I just push, push, push. And then once I saw that the steady income had increased twofold, I was like, I'm fucking out. Yeah. That's it. Let's yeah. go. It yeah. Is. So when it got twofold, and that was a while back, but once it got to that point where I was making twice what I was making doing that, and no disrespect to that university, I can put that on my resume now. And I was a great fucking strength coach and I learned a lot. But Anything that requires more time and trade for no more money. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It's an easy equation. Yeah, you don't value your time enough if you're doing that to yourself. So you said that you want to become the brand. What's Now that you've built this massive following, people (laughs) go nuts for your videos. Like what – are you thinking about putting out a product? Products? Yeah, so I have have an app and um, I put all this – fitness is crazy. So if you download my app, it's called Oak, but it's spelled O-H-K. On brand once again. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, but if, if people download it, they get custom macros from me. They get to interact with me and ask questions about their health and fitness stuff. If someone's got tight hips because they have a desk job, they can email me through there and just say, hey, what can I do? There's therapies. There's workout programs. There's all this stuff on this app that I built with this expertise. But now instead of helping Division One athletes just perform better on a field, I'm helping, you know, George lose 180 pounds in the next two years because he just wants to not have diabetes anymore. and live better. Right? right. Yeah, for sure. So it's this weird, it's this weird place where I'm now finding this meaning in what I'm doing, but I'm also the boss in the brand and the push. And now I'm finding that the TikTok thing, which is great. A lot of people only want to come see you for 15 seconds and sure. that's okay. Yeah, it's real. And the, the fact that that can be lucrative too is all right. It's like getting a tip as a waitress. Like the part where you get the tip isn't your only income. But it is like a nice little tip to have the TikTok thing. But it is my own billboard. Yeah, so people want to know more about this guy. In with you right, all sure, the time, sure. and then someone goes, "Hey, I, I really like what this guy's about. What is there more to him, or is he just a fucking Chad that is just taking his shirt off all the time?" Because that's that's how I come across. <laughs> For sure, I get it. I'm fucking dude. There's only By the way, so, you put Brad in your screen name. Or, or dude, they, fuck, they fucking don't even know my name's Thor, bro. It's, <laughs> yeah. like, it's the coolest. It's my mom blessed me with the coolest name. It in is the, the sickest name. fucking name. The sickest name. It's fucking sick. It, they blessed me with the coolest name in the world, and people. You can, there's only so many combinations of white men with beards and tattoos that you can get to before you just assume it's a Brad, but I'm not a Brad. <laughs> I'm a Thor. Brad, and, Chad, or John? Yeah. Oh, and I fucked up because when I started on TikTok, um, I put my last name dot first name because that's what you do when you're making an yeah. email address, bro. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Mine's Belcher.Druid Gmail. <laughs> that's what you're doing when you're... T- oh, my that's God. That's what you So you put your last name dot first name, and now people oh. go... And, you know, good f- people who are genuine fans, and they're not doing it out of spite or anything, but they'll be like, Brad, you're killing it. And I just want to get in there and be like, dude... <laughs> it is a it double first name, though. Like, yes. you don't really know. Yes, and doing we're doing my mom such a disservice not calling me Thorn or Thor, <laughs> which is my first name. Yeah. Damn, I've really messed up. If it's I a great first name. It's a great first name. It's been too long now, and people just know the Bradley dot Thor. I can't change it. Yeah, Damn, that's but wild. that's another layer. So that's a good, that's a good sort of, I would say, representation of what I'm also going through as uh, someone who worked really hard to put themselves through a master's degree to learn all this stuff to become an expert at something. Is that I don't have this burning desire to prove to people that I'm really intelligent. Mm-hmm. Sure, I just wait. Dude, because it's not, it's not a, it's not a flex. I don't need to prove in a 15 second video that I've got intelligence. People who just get more interested, they can. We'll find dive out. in. Yeah, they they'll dive in and dig out. for Plus, sure. By the yeah, way, it just looks like you're having fun. Right. So like, you can just have fun on social media and do something you're good at, and also people like. True. I mean, it's just. But I feel like that's a new element to his day too, right? Because at first he was, he'd be frustrated, break the thing, and just walk off. Now he gives it a little smile, like, huh. 
Oh, no, Did he's it. playing. He's playing the crowd. It. Oh, you got it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We have, we have some funny. We have some questions. We have some questions. Okay, yeah, one, you're chopping wood in the forest. Like, where's is this? Like, literally at your house? Are you going down the street here? So, so where is I live? Stage a soundstage? <laughs> <laughs> it does kind of have that vibe because uh, it's just so pristine. No, I, I live like I said. I is live it a about, green screen? I live at about five thousand feet elevation, so I'm surrounded by forest. It's mostly pine trees on that side, but a lot of oak, a lot of cedar, and then what backs my property right there is. BLM land and a little bit of national forest. So you, you'd have to look on some sort of map that actually tells you the forest service land and all the maps and everything. But essentially what's going on is, is you can cut wood in those areas. You can fell trees. I can climb and drop trees for a neighbor who maybe needs a tree that's not threatening their porch anymore. If I need to help somebody out or clear out a cedar that fell during a storm. But essentially all I'm really doing is, is I'm just helping maintain the forest. But the closer and further we get along this journey of people getting uh, electric everything or pellet stoves instead of wood burning stoves or you have people that work in the tech industry in San Francisco who want to buy this crazy remote cabin and then up the prices and then replace all the old wood burning stoves with yeah. you know modern stuff what starts to happen is our forest continues to get really overgrown and then you have forest fires that get out of hand because you can't let real fires go anymore yeah. because there's fucking cabins everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we have this weird battle now with nature where if we don't get in there and maintain something and pull out some of these trees, it gets out of hand. Hmm. And I'm only, dude, people are like, how much wood do you have to chop? This guy must be de you know, deforesting his entire the area. One guy like, Bro, you have no idea how much wood is in one fucking redwood tree. By the way, the general public thinks chopping like... It's bad. Like the three of your videos, like this guy's chopped more wood than anyone else in the world, right? Like it just looks like, <laughs> no, the, like no one's chopping wood. No, it's like, a regular thing. Yeah, it's a regular yeah. dude. It's a normalized thing. The only difference is that I've the the reason why it grabs so grabs so many views and eyes is because the, clearly I'm not what most people expect to see doing that as a genuine chore. And I think even people who don't know anything about that lifestyle can see it and be like, okay. No matter how much you want to challenge it, there's a degree of authenticity that you can't ignore. You can feel that clearly this motherfucker does this all the time. Yeah, and he knows Very good at chopping wood. Yeah. You can at least tell that part. Yeah, for sure. And then that's how I paid my way through my master's degrees. I did a lot of arboring type jobs. It's how Because the school I went to was fucking private. Every kid's driving a Beamer. And I'm over <laughs> here with a 1995 Tacoma that's clapped Tacoma. out in four cylinders. And I'm just trying to like pay for a pork chop tonight. You yeah. Know what I mean? yeah. So to pay my way through school, I was like, well, I'm good at arboring. So I'll do that. I'll do manual labor for small jobs here and there just to be able to pay rent so I can get through this master's degree and never have to work with my hands again. And then I found out that not working. <laughs> and then I'm just yeah. going to do it all the time. Yeah, not, but now it's like, I, so back then we, we rewind back. I use a wood splitter because it's a professional job. You need to get a certain amount of work done for a certain amount of time. Yeah. And now I reintroduced it because having worked a desk job, having worked in writing, having worked in uh, corporate wellness for a little while, having done all these other jobs, I realized it's fucking toxic as hell to not move and have some sort of physical laborious challenge in your day. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have that, we start to build up these really weird like ailments and anxieties and depressions when you're not having some real challenge in your day every day. So I was like, I could obviously, everyone can hear this. I may not be rich. I can afford a fucking wood splitter, a hydraulic wood splitter. I choose not to because there's got to be some parts of my day that are still manual and challenging because I know without a doubt, if I go out there with an ax for my three to four hour, you know, need to get the wood splitting done. If I go out there with it, I know I'm going to kill it. I know yeah. I'm going to do fine, but I know it's going to be hard. Mm -hmm. So if you get that small challenge done in your day that you place in front of you, for some people, it's just the gym. 
or a squatting yeah, session. Yeah, yeah. But if you get it done, you walk away with it with this genuine sensation of fucking momentum. Yeah. Where you're done with it and you're like, dude, now what? Yeah, an achievement. I achievement. really want to like. I just want to give a shot right I'm now. Yeah, you got to be careful. You will literally chop your fucking shin off. Yeah, I don't, don't want. I doing. don't want him don't to film it. But I, I do <laughs> want to. Yeah. Oh, we're filming. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want any filming. All right. Um, is anyone with you? Like I'm, I'm doing it. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's sometimes where I'm in groups with a couple of. I'll be out there with a couple of friends or uh, the unnamed camera person, which we'll reveal in the future one day. Ah. But um. But yeah, it's 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 the same the same person that helps me with a lot of the fitness content that I create. Okay. It's the same person that's very supportive on the business side of things. But um, I just it's a very it's a very personal chore in the sense where whether or not the camera was going to be there, I'm going to be out there either way yeah, yeah. swinging. Love that. So so when people see videos, they're usually seeing that last like, hey, I could use your help for a few minutes just to get a couple of vi- like couple of videos for this, but. Yeah. Um, they're not seeing the seven and eight hours of labor before it, and I'm not going out there to get wood just for a video. <laughs> if they, like I hear I'm in Vegas right now. I'm in Vegas right now. I'm not gonna get any wood chopping videos today. Damn, uh, we might. Damn. We might. <laughs> but people, but we have a surprise after. Who's <laughs> <laughs> gonna get chop to a work, table? Yeah, yeah. Chop a poker table. No. Um. Do your boys ever mess with you a little bit? Yeah. Yep, they do. Um, you get you get some nice wood chopping rows from from wood up axe boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, my my boys all work manual labor just like I did, and I was the only one that went to college. Um, and I just made them sound like they weren't capable. They were capable. It just wasn't ingrained in us as kids. So I live rural now. The way I grew up outside of Yosemite National Park, small town called Groveland, California, was about forty minutes from me. But that's all I can tell people that I know because when people ask where you're from, you got to name something. So she's a coordinates. That was a close, 35 North, yeah, that 25 was, West. That was the closest town. But I lived I lived like out off the grid and shit. But that was the closest town. It's called Groveland, California, right outside of Yosemite. And all of my friends are from there too. And they all grew up doing the same shit as me. They're all very familiar with it. Half of them now work construction. A few work in wildland fire. And the rest of them work in some sort of emergency services. Mm. But college wasn't a fucking option because it wasn't told to you that it was an option. Yeah. So they just didn't go. And you don't get filled with that gap in time where a lot of us are just fucking off for four years or learning about what it's like to kind of integrate yourself into whatever world you want to be a part of. These kids are going high school labor. Yeah. yeah. It's instantly after. Or Mm -hmm. a few of them did go in the military and then come back and then they got to start that process over again. It's it's interesting to me that I think there's probably a lot of people who grew up where you did and know no different and never want to leave. And it seems like you obviously wanted to explore the idea of leaving and did. And was like, you know what? I like because there's no way you would go back if you didn't truly, really, actually like that life. Oh, Because for the 100%. majority of of the American public, that would seem like a foreign country. Yep. Like Absolutely. you would go out there, you would be secluded, you'd be chopping wood to stay warm. Insane. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You would have probably like pretty terrible service. You know, oh, I didn't have cell phone service until I was 19 years old, bro. Exactly. Exactly. I'm old enough to have social media because I'll say that people are like, damn, how old are you? And I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. I could have a cell phone. It's just a fucking brick when you don't have cell <laughs> yeah. phone. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. I'm not yeah. texting chicks at yeah. 17. Yeah. Like, hey, what you, you can't text, bro. You got to like literally, and this, this sounds like an exaggeration. You got to find some high ground to try to get a bar. To use a cell phone. Let's Still go. where I'm at. So if you don't have Wi-Fi, cell phones aren't working out there. So no DoorDash or Postmates or anything? No Uber. 
No oh. Uber. Jeez. There's no Uber. Yeah, you're not getting an Uber out there. You, if you if you do, the dude's fucking. The next <laughs> don't get in it. Yeah. Don't get in it. If you do, it's not an Uber. It's not a real Uber. If he says he's an Uber, it's not an Uber. He's lying. It's real, man. But there's there's most of America is that dude. That's the crazy part. Like landmass wise. That's what most of America yeah, is. You're so no, right, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, if, unless you said California, right? This could be Wyoming, West Virginia, like, there's all these different all places, the right? Like, I would never know that was California just because of the landscape. Yeah, right? yeah no that is know. true. When you said where you were coming from, I was like, oh, wow. I thought, like, when you said you were flying out, I was like, familiar. oh, wow, this guy's flying out from far away for sure. Yeah. And close. close. I got an hour and a half flight. Once I get to the fucking airport. <laughs> yeah. Hour and a half drive yeah. to an hour no, and a half. It was, a, it was a two two hour, 45 minute drive to Sacramento. So people are familiar with where that is to Sacramento. And then the flight itself, once you're finally out of Sacramento, I'm in Vegas in an hour. Yeah. All right. Like, would you, would you ever take this like wood, by the way, it's because we're talking about niches. You have this, like you're this you brand yeah, on social media now, which sure. is sick. I think it's really cool because you can kind of take this. Like, I love that you're doing an app right now, but I feel like there's, like my brain is already thinking of 50 yeah, different marketing directions. Yeah. I, need that, I need that help by the way of, of things <laughs> yeah. of like we've all built products in the past a, a lot of very different yeah. ones and that's what we all do and i'm thinking to myself now looking at you and hearing you talk and like how personable you are because a lot of people especially in your videos they're really visual and you're not doing a lot of talking sometimes right. yeah. like that. or you're just explaining what you're doing which very is simply yeah. or, or like knocking specific. on the wood and say hey this wood is super wet yeah yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. but like you obviously know a lot, and there's a lot of niches within that niche that are like mm -hmm. crazy, what, what right? Like I like ne literally next week I have a I have a soap brand coming out. For you. <laughs> I have a beard brand coming out. Beard for you. oil. I, I have, have hair yeah. products. Yeah. Like, I have like we're making 16 calls after this <laughs> my, episode. If my, my hair would look like yours, I'm buying that hair. <laughs> yeah. You got it. Right? You know what I mean? Anything you need, a little bit of blow dry, and you're <laughs> fucking good to go, dude. But, but, but I think it's super nostalgic for people, and it, it, it fills this idea of like true Americana. True. Right, and I think that's what people connect to where. You're living this lifestyle and this in this image, um, in in a great way that people want to connect to and brings them back to a time that they they've never experienced. That's just foreign True. to them, though. True. It's foreign. Honestly, you get it in reverse. We living in Vegas all the time. People will ask us, like, "How do you live on the strip, bro?" Because it's so foreign to them. They're yeah. like, "Oh my god!" Like you get to go to this place and that place, which seems really normal to us, or meet this person or that person, or get to interact with someone that they only see in. On e TV or, or yeah. TV, or, and that's just really normal to us. So for it's the core opposite for you. They look at you like, no, like, yeah, is that real? Is that possible? Yeah. And like, I think the the infatuation with that, like, it's wild world that they can they can't touch or feel, or maybe don't even want to, but want to look from afar. Yeah. Well, like and like you said, right? This is people people that are super wealthy, right? They this is their maybe one weekend in a in a year, right? They buy a cabin just to do this True. for a weekend, right? True. And he's doing this, he's living this. Yeah. Right? Like when even when you post like you're when you're eating, right? And you have like those, those little plates, like that's on brand. Yeah. It's like it's like wow, that that's in his house too. People are can't you, yeah, it's relate. Weird. Are you making like one massive grocery store trip a week? Like you make big ones, yeah. You learn how to make bigger trips. Like where I live now is reasonable because I at least three days. I so I have a home gym. You guys have surely seen it. Yeah, I'm yeah. slowly yeah, yeah. building it out because if I want to make gym content, I don't want to have to drive an hour and twenty five minutes to Jeez. a decent gym. But on the flip side. Since that home gym is not finished yet, and I'm sure anybody listening who's ever tried to build any home gym knows how expensive it is. <laughs> uh, home gym, home gym company, let's go. Yeah, Real. no shit. But <laughs> yeah, but no, the drive, the drive, the drive to Abs. the gym is a long drive. But if I'm already going to be out there, then I knock out a bunch of shit on that list. I'll be out in town for eight hours. I'll go to a real gym. I'll after that, I'll go train Muay Thai or Jiu Jitsu, one of the two with a coach because I like to keep up on that. It's another passion of mine that I have never shown. Yeah. No, and yeah, then, you probably should. And then after that, I'll go big grocery store trip, 
back home. So you yeah. make you just make these things happen. But at the same time, it's like you like when I came into Vegas uh, yesterday when I walked in the door. It took me like four or five minutes to just get my bearings when I walked in Mandalay Bay. This is different than this is, this a whole is different just. Ball game. I'm not like I said. I'm not like it's not like I spent my whole life and I've never been out. Obviously, I educated myself and did a lot of things, but this is not a regular part of my. But journey. consistency, right? Like your right. everyday yeah. life right. is so different. And by everyday, I mean I haven't left the mountain. You know, 300 days. Guys, we're doing a podcast on the road. We're gonna go see. Yeah, him. yeah we're a gonna go to his <laughs> shoes. A week in our shoes. We're doing it Very back different. and forth. But you walk in the building and like, dude, the shit people don't even notice. I'm noticing everything uh, yeah, the recessed lighting the fact that everything has a little touch here and there shout out mandalay bay because this place only feels like it's getting newer but <laughs> you and like i've been here as a kid but now as an adult it's been even more years of desensitizing myself or mm-hmm. from all of this stuff yeah and you walk in and there's people with their head down just texting walking around yeah, i walk into this true. bitch and i'm like dude Look at how overwhelming the stimulus is. There's yeah. so much shit going on. I went on Yelp last night, bro, to look for all-you-can-eat sushi because that's all I could fucking think about coming to Vegas was <laughs> that I could get sushi finally again because I don't have it where I live. And there's 11 options within fucking <laughs> yeah. two miles. Bro. There and is. good yeah. ones. For sure. And good ones. The last time I saw sushi recently was at like a Save Mart that was like some shitty... No. Don't do it. Scale. Don't do it. But I would never no. eat it. Yeah. But you and know like what I mean? like the little tin thing that's that you open. Right. And that's an hour from home there. So it's like... You, you just don't understand how many people are desensitized from this shit. But then if they were to flip the script and come to me like they do, yeah. sometimes when people go out to visit They'd the mountains, freak out. they are just the whole time they're frozen. Yeah. yeah. So it it's good sense. for all of us to change that. Of course. But what I fear sometimes is that a lot of the conveniences of life turn us into these spoiled little assholes. Oh, you're so because right. Because like yeah. I was in, thank, I think I might be a spoiled little <laughs> asshole, to <laughs> yeah, be honest. Jeff- but <laughs> thank God for you guys, because I was able to experience, you know, coming to the Mandalay Bay and seeing all this awesome stuff. I wouldn't have done this for myself. Right. But I walk in, I go into the check-in, and you, you, you see everyone around just got their head down looking at a fucking screen, and you're like, bro, no one's absorbing anything. Yeah. 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 It's very normal to a lot of people. Yeah, it's crazy. They're not it absorbing is. all the fucking chaos that is, dude, the, dude, the Vegas Strip itself, should, could keep you visually entertained for if you just sat down and watched people oh, that, and the things. That's what, need that's what people watching is People watching is the, probably would, the best. Would you ever city. take this wood chopping situation on the road? Like, would you, you need to do like a, like a destination thing or like, something. I feel I, there's like those conventions that we have here, right? Like, I know, uh, or just like a new, like, backdrop, a new, like, maybe a new state West or Virginia. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. True, true. I think, um, I think the next step in life for me, um, my, my next goal is to just continue to invest in land and property because I was lucky when my dad passed away that he did have that to, he didn't have money because we, we didn't, we didn't have it like that when we grew up, but he did have property ironically enough that he had inherited. So when he passed that on, I got to experience the fact that now I'm a landowner in Arkansas and West Virginia, Amazing. two States. I don't necessarily want to build a house in, but it was still cool. Yeah. And now my goals in life are not really financial in the sense where I don't want to stack gold. Right. What I'd like to do is I would like to own a house similar to mine in another state, maybe right. Oregon, yeah. maybe Washington, maybe, you know, whatever it may be, Montana. But these places where I'm probably going to live a similar lifestyle, let's be honest, when I'm visiting there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So if that becomes the case, obviously I'll show videos of that. Yeah. But I think my, my real calling in life right now is to make the fitness and health concepts that I learned through all those years of studying accessible to all different socioeconomic ranges. So that was my ultimate life goal was to make it so that people didn't have to have $200 for a trainer to -hmm. just get a workout in. I want to make it so that general, because obviously the PE fucking system has failed our entire country. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, No one knows how to train themselves or just put themselves through an average workout or eat just okay. 
I think every PE coach is overweight. Right, right. Well, that's a whole nother. When you say PE coach, what do you think? You think a fat dude with a whistle. Not PE coach, just general population. Even he said it, though. But he's also the science teacher or whatever, too. He just said PE coach because that's how we view him. But he should be a fucking teacher because physicality is half your life. Half your life is to walk around, move around, stay healthy, stay upright so your brain keeps functioning properly. Because you make no mistake about it. The only reason your brain exists is to move your body and vice versa. Yeah. That's the only reason the communication happens. So if one of them fails you, they both fucking fail you. That's why depression, anxiety are problems. So it's like all these situations we have boiling up. People just think they need to buy their way out of it. And some people can't buy Mm. their way out of it. But the sad part is, is the dude that's overweight in, you know, some rough neighborhood in East Oakland that doesn't have access to a lot or some kid who's overweight for, you know, just be honest, it's a lot of children now, but who's overweight. It's come to this place where the knowledge gap is also a socioeconomic gap. So it just matches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So people who don't have the knowledge to keep themselves in shape, which should be fucking free because it's free to run, free to walk, free to move your body and cheaper to eat healthy. We could talk about that some other time, but um, all of these things that should be more accessible to everybody, they just don't have it because the knowledge gap that's there. No. So my goal in life is literally at this point is just to make general health knowledge to be in good working shape maybe not look like jay cutler but to look in good working shape should be cheap if not almost free right but people have to buy their way out of obesity now like what product do i buy from this lady who's been using these booty band workouts for yeah everyone's trying to buy a fucking way out of obesity but an easier way a quicker way a faster way instead of just general knowledge which is so crazy when people are like well i heard carbs are bad it's like dude when's the last time you just picked up a bowl of rice and chicken and called that dinner. And that was enough. Yeah. But everything's so deep. Like we're talking about, so desensitized. Every every meal's got to be a fucking experience. An apple. <laughs> You're going to tell me just to eat this boring-ass apple and that's a meal. Yeah, dude. That should be a fucking treat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You get to a point now where to get people to eat. That's for, good. To get people to eat fucking just An enough apple. protein. You have to have a cheeseburger day. on the side. Yeah. yeah. But you had apple instead yeah. of fries. Or protein, protein popcorn. Try this new protein popcorn. It tastes just like real popcorn. Or try this new fucking <laughs> yeah. zero sugar this, you know, version of this that makes it taste like a birthday cake, but it's actually healthy. It's like, dude. No one's just like keeping it simple, man. But no one knows how anymore because we've gotten so convoluted with everything that just to get people to just live a pretty decent, normal existence is not enough because it's not a treat enough. It's not an experience. Yeah. I think once like, you have like uh, once like you, I think one of the reasons what you're talking about is like when you said the sushi thing earlier is once you give someone sheer options and then those options get larger and larger and larger and larger and larger. It's just impossible. How do you fight? How do you fight? And then life is then life turns into a cheesecake factory menu where there's two hundred things on the freaking menu. No, seriously, I don't know, man. I don't know what. Yeah, we shouldn't go there. That place sucks. And I'm like, bro, I haven't had just a decent like someone else make me a cheeseburger at a restaurant in years. And it's not because I couldn't drive to it. It's just because that doesn't really make sense for my everyday to go put all that energy and time into that. Uh, Hour and a half for a burger? Oh, yeah. I don't think most people would do it either. I think that. I position myself in the world that I live in because I prefer I prefer to make sure that those things are actually, they remain a treat. They remain enjoyable. They remain yeah. something I look forward to because I've seen so many people become so desensitized to things that really are special, bro. Yeah. Like people losing their shit because their Uber Eats meal took 17 minutes to get <laughs> to their door. And I'm like, you... You got to be it's kidding true. me. People are getting that soft and comfortable that they're getting to a place where they can't even just. Dude, it's hey, just man. so normal now. Like it you is. would, it's you, if normal. you talk to like the average, just, I, I know how you said like the rural yeah. aspect, but like the corp metro and greater metro suburban parts of the United States yeah. now, which have grown just so exponentially like that, 
lifestyle that it's not weird. It's not. It's just normal. That yeah. is one thousand percent life. normal. It's convenience. And, we still Postmate two, three times a week. Still, and you, and it's the, it's okay. Yeah, Wait, I'm not, and I'm. I, I want you guys to know this. I'm not dogging. I'm not like the next fucking Ted Kaczynski, bro. Like I'm not. <laughs> I'm not trying to locked get, in the wilderness. Ah, I'm, not, the wilderness. I'm not trying to get people to back off of the teat of, you know, Western America. I'm just or Western lifestyle. I'm just getting to this point now where I'm like a lot of the issues and problems we're seeing with each other, the impatience, the the people that are just so polarized by every single topic that comes across. It's just a lack of it, it's an it's it's a flooding of stimulus and a lack of genuine quiet and interaction with just people on an everyday basis yeah. and it seems so fucking cliche because i feel like there's some other guy in some other podcast room right now preaching about it but people hear it skip past it and then go right back to the cell phone yeah, right of course. Right. yeah but i think just like you going back to the lifestyle that you chose like the lifestyle that you live right it's unforceable like you can't if you if someone does not want to be there they are getting the hell out because they do have the option very quickly very do. easily to go somewhere else and if you want to be in there you can be but you know someone will preach it and hear it from you and be like nah, not for me like it's yeah. just so because it's so easy not to it's right. just it's way easier to come here and pick up the phone that's that's a beautiful point that's a is. beautiful point um because one of the biggest things that comes up is like well I, I live in fucking, you know, wherever there's going to be kids that try it and it's happening already where kids are trying to set up and I love it. It's, it's a beautiful thing, but people are setting up like camp firewood. They bought it at a seven 11 outside of their, in their, in their yard and they're splitting wood and having fun, which is great. (laughs) Now that impact that I've had, um, has been beautiful because it reminds me that there are young men and women looking up to the lifestyle that I'm living. But yeah, yeah. the unfortunate thing is everybody's missing the fucking point. Everyone's trying to glamp. They're trying to go glamping, yeah. bro. They're not <laughs> trying to glamping. <laughs> they're they're, all, they're also missing the grand scheme message. The big message is not that the splitting wood itself, the splitting wood got big because I imposed it on the internet. I know that sounds cocky. I'm dead ass serious. If I would have spent that same amount of time on any of those other hundred chores I was telling you about, whether I wanted to romanticize my cooking process, whether I wanted to romanticize the fact that I go fly fishing all the time by myself. The, I want to romanticize the work that I'm doing on my car because the mechanic's too far away. Any of that stuff you want to romanticize, you can do it. The whole point of the message was is there sh- should still be some challenge in your fucking life that only results in a very basic return. Yeah. A very simple return, which is just you accomplished the task, man. That's it. Yeah. Someone else didn't do it for you. You didn't yeah, farm see, that, it out. That it seems so easy for you to just not figure it out and pay someone five hundred bucks. But if you don't have the access to it, then you're forced. You're forced to do to, it, right? to and learn it. Becomes, yeah. And there's just a different perspective, right? Like you said, if it's if it's in front of your face and you say, "I could go on YouTube right now or, or learn how to do this task," or or I could give it to this guy. For, I give 400 bucks to this guy and just save my keep, time and sit on my phone. Keep it fucking yeah, moving, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? And yeah. what does everyone do with the time they mm-hmm. save when they, they watch TV or do they nothing? They look at you. <laughs> they look at you. <laughs> they do nothing. Yeah, fucking what? I, sh- I shouldn't. I shouldn't. This guy's crazy, out, man. man. This guy's crazy. How wild is this dude? This dude's dude, this guy's this guy's got, It's got to be Hollywood shit. Oh, that wood's got to be fake. This, You know, it's like, it's. I get it. That I get wood's got to be fake. That's a. Oh, you see him? You see the comments? And there's dudes that copy him now and are splitting wood and shit on Oh, are there fake wood choppers? Yes. I don't think they're fake. I think there's people that I mean, are not fake, but like copycat. That, that it's not actually a genuine. Like it'll be in a cul-de-sac with a clear like lined fence around the back. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, you're right. You're yeah, right. I'm sure. Right. I'm sure. If yeah. you're gonna see it, it's gonna end up being some dude in a cul-de-sac Free with like a lined fence. Yeah. Yeah. And you you did say gatekeeping, so I want to be clear. I want people to impose all these cool things on their life. The problem is, is that you're not Thorin Bradley. 
So whatever your chores are in your life that are genuine and real that you actually need to accomplish, film that, be that, do that shit. See, I think think what the thing that I keep hearing about you, which is like blowing me away, is that you say the word chore. And I think people, everyone look at social media as like, what can I do to get get views versus like every day? Like, because to to most anyone else looking at you, just because you live it, right? So he splits wood for TikTok. Right. Because that's what you're assuming. Immediately, I'm like, all right, cool. This guy split wood one day. It it worked. He went back and did it now every day since, and it's destroying it. But what you're saying, like it being a chore that you have to do, it's It's like laundry. Yeah, it seems so foreign to everyone else who has like regular suburban chores Mm -hmm. rather than yours, which seem normal to you, but very not normal to everyone else. But it it seems the opposite. It seems like you found something that worked rather than you like that. I imposed it. I just imposed it onto the world. I was like, hey, check this out. Check this out. It's still my decision to put the fucking video out there. It wasn't the internet. No one hit me up before I made the first wood splitting video on TikTok. But you got to split wood this week no matter what. Yeah, I got to do it anyway. So it made (laughs) sense. But that's crazy. But another, another important factor about the whole situation is like, it will get oversaturated because of the fact I found success in doing it. But what a lot of people don't know is I had a million followers on TikTok before the first wood splitting video. Before I ever posted really? one wood splitting oh, wow. video, I had a million followers on TikTok. You know what they were watching me do? Cook, clean, do chores, shit around the house because that's the shit I was already doing. Or a quick little gym tip or whatever it was. Were I had you a million- cleaning shirtless? There's a lot of shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> mostly shirtless. Were you mopping shirtless <laughs> yeah. slow-mo? Dude, it was mostly shirtless videos. There yeah, go, for sure. I uh, know. Um, <laughs> it, de- it definitely I was. Just, I just hold on. I'm just visioning this guy like, churning fucking butter, like shirtless. <laughs> or just, not that rule. Let's not get to yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I, I wasn't a, a Mennonite, but no, I'm just. Um, yeah, I've just. I, I try to reach out to some of these kids and young men, and there are some young women too that, of course, like to do the outdoorsy stuff and everything. Who are like, check it out. I'm splitting wood, and people will be like, oh no, so and so's coming for him. Like you don't understand when people reach out and they're like. Like that's my a boy win, just though, right? said, like Drew just said when he was like, there's people copying you. And what you don't understand, that just means one, the message that I'm trying to get across to the world about being healthy, outdoorsy, spending time outside is getting across. Yes. Yeah. yes. The, the subliminal message about the dude being in shape and I'm not on any exogenous hormones and now trying to make myself into some form of a sex symbol, but not being on drugs. That's also a great image for body image because mm-hmm. now we got a guy who's not that big. But the world is still, okay, now there's this other niche. There's this other lane where I don't have to, you know, shoot tests into my ass to be the third strongest guy in a 24-hour fitness. Yeah. Like, that's, <laughs> let's be honest. People are, put, people are putting their fucking life on the line. Like, yeah. when, taking steroids to do what with? Strictly to impress other just, dudes. Strictly just, just to bang. <laughs> yeah. Strictly or, to impress other dudes. Or stri- strictly because the body image you've been sold is so out of whack that sure. you think that that's where you got to go. And that's not... Bodybuilding is a sport. If you're going to go deep, you got to do it right. So sure. you're going to need those hormones. 100%. I'm talking about the lane in between where it's like, hey, what was your reason for doing this again? <laughs> yeah. I had none. Yeah, I was it's on a time. Yeah. It's for your shirt to fit tighter. Well, I got good news. You don't have to put yourself at risk to still be, you know, attracted to yourself, which is the most important piece of this whole message, right? Yeah. It's just to feel confident enough and attractive. But my, my whole point is, dude, is like the this is going to get oversaturated. Right. There's going to be a lot of copycats. There's going to be a lot of people who are like, it worked for him. So now I got to jump in this lane and use it for me. I've seen creators convert themselves into dressing like me, to look like me, to try to grow their beard out and do videos like me. But the the point is, is that I'll always be in first place in my own niche because I'm the one imposing the videos I want to make. And what a lot of people don't understand is that my back pocket isn't more wood splitting videos. My back pocket is the fact that I own an Alaskan mill and I can 
mill down some redwood and build some fucking furniture and put that on the internet if I want. Or I can put fly fishing videos on the internet I want that are calming and ASMR. I could go back to doing mostly fitness-based content. The 4.8 million followers updated today is not because of the wood splitting. It's because I was just showing people what I do. Yeah, yeah, for so sure. The, you, people keep condensing it down to this product that worked for me and not understanding, dude, I was just giving the world what I was doing. The million came before the first wood splitting video. And it's very likely that the gaps after this, when the market gets oversaturated with a lot of Bradley Thor wannabes, is just going to be me doing the next thing I want to do. So no, anyone sure. out there who doesn't want to be in fucking second places, you don't look to other people for your content, dude. Yeah. Just yeah. make whatever you're already doing because yeah, you'll be able to do it every day. That authenticity, man. I think yeah, that's it. Huge. I think that's... if I, But most people don't. Most people do look and like everyone's always looking for what's, what's the working. Trend? Facts, facts. Everyone's always yeah. looking for what's, what's working. What's the trend? But then when you make a trend, guess what's always guaranteed? You're always going to be the at, at best. Follower. The just second just best. chasing. Just chasing. You're always going to yeah. be the second just best chasing. at it. And that's best case scenario. You'll be the second best because you'll always be the second one to do it if you're just looking to trends to do shit. Yeah. I have a question. When you started to get like... Because look, views and interactions and followers are different. Your react, the engagement to your videos, like, do you ever your like duets. sit back and like smile and laugh at some of these? Like the duets, the duets for your are videos incredible, dude. Are probably the, the craziest thing seen. I've ever seen. I have a, I have a pretty big fear of. Uh, I, I don't really believe in uh, what, it, like Leo. What is that? Uh, fucking that horoscopes. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I don't really believe in them. But here's the thing. I was born in August. I am a Leo. I'm a Leo, too. Let's go, oh, Leo gang. Let's Leo go. Wait, you're a Leo, too. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Jeff's the fucking nerd, dude. Look at us. Literally, look at us. with your sun signs. Relax. Let's go. No, I don't believe in any determinism with what time of the year you were born somehow determines your personality. But I will tell you this. I am vain to a fault. And I am very interested in feeling confident and loving myself and feeling healthy and also feeling attracted to my, and it sounds weird, attracted to what you are as a person, what you're presenting as a person. That's a huge, important thing to me, but I'm terrified of becoming egotistical mm -hmm. because one of my most important things is that I want the confidence to rub off onto other people for them to want to also chase a life of sharing what you're proud of about yourself. Yeah. But what I'm very, very scared of is that I'll get to a place where I'm used to any compliment. Because I don't care where the fuck it comes from. It is a compliment is a compliment is a compliment. So if you ever get to a point where you're numb to that, then yeah. I will not love myself anymore. I'll be very angry with the fact that I let myself get there. So I do watch your duets, people who are making duets. I watch your duets, but I'm not... Um, I'm trying to find a good place to come to where I can accept the attention, but not let the attention really change the way. They have to I give you a couple content. good laughs. Like some of them are hilarious. Dude, incredible. There's been some good ones. And, yeah, and it's celebrities doing them the too. Worst the, thing, the worst thing. The Doja Cat one was huge. The Doja Cat one was wild because um, one, I'm a fan. I'm a fan, even though I don't look like I listen to Doja Cat's music. I absolutely <laughs> do. And that last album she did was one of my favorite like R&B pop albums that was ever made. But she she's awesome. I was very flattered by it. I was actually sick to my stomach though for two days afterwards. I couldn't eat because it was so much, uh, so much attention, so much of a spotlight that felt like it was on me. That it it put me in that same place I told you guys about, where I had this fear of almost growing bigger than your own ego, than your own britches, and then trying to catch up to it and being right. like, "Oh, this is Chasing. me now." Yeah, this yeah. is. Yeah. And I don't like to live. So a lot of people were like, "Damn, how are you not sending that to family?" How are you not reposting that? How are you not putting that on your TikTok? I mean, on your Instagram reels and saying, look what Doja did on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Look, Doja recognized me. Look, look, look. Yeah. Instead, what I did to humble myself is I said, I don't deserve 
the followers that Doja has. She earned that shit. I'm, I didn't put the work in to become a famous R&B artist. She fucking did that shit. So if she went out of her way to give me that one minute of fame, that one minute of clout for a second, yeah. then I'm going to take that as the win and move on humbly without it and not continue to try to just twist it, twist it, yeah. yeah, and milk or, it as or, much as or possible. Or use it as a fucking like stepping stone of somebody else's success, bro. She got there for a reason. The video popped for a reason. I got a lot of followers who are now awesome fans for a reason, and I appreciate that. But it's not my turn to now extort that and turn it into yeah. more. By the way, that's a pretty rare perspective on people on social media. So it like, never happens. They yeah. always want the clout, the reshare. That is very, you very suck rare. every ounce of. But it's absolutely. I think I think a lot of people need to hear that because I think they need to remember that. It was her choice to make that video, and it was not her choice to go further. She did not slide into my DMs. She did not fuck. She did not like reach out and you know ask for permission. She didn't then do it and then ask for any sort of me resharing to help her brand out or anything. Right. She did what she did out of genuine spontaneity. Yeah. Which is exactly what the fuck I just preached to you guys about for thirty minutes. Yeah. Which is being spontaneous and just doing it as is. Authentic. Yeah. I'm not gonna turn that around and then try to win off her. She already did yeah. that for me. She That's patted great. me on yeah. the back, move on. That was and a then, big win. And then if I can stay out of that lane, stay out of that groove and hop right out of it and not live from one success to the next, the very next day I woke up, it wasn't, oh, go watching her video a hundred times. It was go right back to the fucking grind, right yeah. back to the normal schedule. Mm -hmm. That was awesome. I got to revel in that feeling, but I wasn't trying to revisit it all the time because I'm not trying to live in yesterday and continue to live off the last success. I'm trying to make the next one. Yeah, for sure. So it was just important to me to not just ride that wave that I didn't even make. So, so now, now that your following has grown considerably, do you find it difficult to handle real life relationships with your life being on social media? Nope. Um, but it's only because I put a lot of work into uh, not, I don't like to talk about it. We're here talking about it, but I don't like to talk about it with family and friends. Right. Yeah. I really don't like to talk about it. a lot of people say, Oh, that video you made on TikTok. And I'll, I'll gently and kindly, but I'll be like, I don't really want to talk about social yeah. media because mm. I've known you since before social media. Yeah. And I prefer we view each other in that light because of the fact that although I, I love it and I, I enjoy the fact that I'm able to interact with so many people out there, um, I, everyone can fall victim to that fascination with someone having attention from social media, but it really dilutes your real world relationships if you keep talking about it, living in it, kind of, yeah, yeah living in that. Yeah, but personality sure. outside yeah, of that, living, right? Living sure. in that area. So I, I don't like it a ton. And my friends, a lot of them don't have TikTok. Most of them don't. I could real, see that. Not a super, <laughs> I, not, I could see that. Yeah, not, not a super, uh, you know, common thing in that, uh, in that culture. But I will say, like, just generally speaking, the ones who do, they do have a hard time not talking about it. And sometimes I really do have to like kind of throw some water on it and be like, look, I just want to interact with you as Thorn. Like, I don't really want to yeah. talk about someone yeah. else's duet. I don't want to talk about all this stuff because if you want to see that, if you want to see that version of me, go there. Yeah, if you yeah. have my fucking cell phone number. <laughs> if you have my cell phone number, don't be DMing me on Instagram, bro. Yeah, like, it takes me, talk dude. To me like a normal person. Person. Be like, did you see that video I sent you? I'm like, bro, you know, but text me. You <laughs> yeah. have my fucking yeah. cell phone number. Text yeah. me. And don't, don't pull yourself out and turn yourself into a fan when you were already a fucking friend. Yeah, yeah. So if you're already that close with me and we have that good relationship, I try to do that with people or fans all the time where I come across one. But I don't even like using the word fan, but it's I don't have another word for it. But I'll come across one who was struggling with depression and sent me an email just to say, hey, man, I, I don't know what it was about your videos, but it really helped me kind of pull myself out and realize that I could do a little bit more with my life. Guy will reach out struggling with depression. I'm like, hey, what's your cell phone number? FaceTime. Just hit him love up that, real man. quick. Let's go. And just that. try to. And it's also very humbling for me because if the person acts surprised to hear from me, 
I try to bring them back down a little bit and say, hey, dude, I'm just a fucking guy. Dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm just a dude. Like, I, I don't know what you're expecting. It's been a year of this. I know it's it's been a lot of growth in a year to get this far, but I'm just another guy and I need that humble and they need that humble too to remember that they don't need to be looking up at the shit I'm doing that they're capable of doing every single day. I think that's like why we do this podcast and why we talk to a lot of people is that when, when people get to a following or they accomplish a lot of goals or they become, you know, successful in whatever it is that they do and you get to have a real conversation with someone, you see where, they, where they're from, what they do and why they did it, you realize that everyone is just going after something similar as everyone else and just trying to accomplish it the best way that they can and being really authentic to, them, to themselves, right? And figuring out like, that you are a regular person because sometimes you immediately look at numbers and views and all of these things or, or, or success yeah. or, or, yeah, or, or businesses or companies or, or titles. And you just are immediately intimidated by those things. And I think a lot of what we've done on this show is just try to meet people that we would otherwise want to talk to just because we think that the, and have a they're cool yeah. and, have a and they're interesting and we want to hear more about them. And I think the people want to know a lot more about them because you only it, see them it in that can light. be a little yeah. bit intimidating for no reason. Right. And then you realize you talk to someone like, and if you walk guy uh, walk past this guy in a restaurant and you tapped him and you'd have a conversation, you didn't know what they were right. in their world. Well, I've, I've never been recognized in person. Really? Yeah. Really? Like I, and that's humbling as shit right there. It's like I, every space that I interact in in the world, I'm sure, I'm sure just based on numbers, there's been one person. And I've gotten a DM before where someone saw me in San Diego. One time I went out to dinner with some friends. And I got a DM that said, hey, were you in Old Town San Diego? It didn't really make sense to me that you would be there, but were you there? And I was like, <laughs> oh, not yeah. chopping wood? You were, yeah. Are you, you were, out in the I was lit Bro, on, is the forest okay? I was, <laughs> I, was, I was lit on margaritas with a tummy full of fucking uh, tortilla chips just cruising <laughs> around downtown Old Town San Diego. But And this person hit me up, and that was pretty flattering and humbling. But generally speaking, dude, I live somewhere where people don't give a fuck about social media. In no. fact, it's kind of clowned on of course. if you're taking it seriously. And it's... I, I grew up in a very hyper-masculine environment and in the TikTok space, I'm viewed a lot with, from that hyper-masculine lens of sort of that toxic masculinity. Look at this guy pounding his chest. But a lot of people don't understand in my world that I grew up in, I shaved my legs. Uh, like I started shaving my legs at like 20 because I was doing the fitness, fitness stuff. modeling. Yeah. yeah. That little hump to get over of explaining that shit to my friends and the people around. <laughs> yeah, all, I can only was imagine. Brutal. Yeah. It was brutal. And people were like, dude, are you fucking, bro, you? Are you really going to start shaving your legs and like tanning sometimes? And like throwing nice calves, bro. <laughs> yeah. You know I mean? And I would try to explain. I'm like, dude, if you, if you spent years and years and years on a, a fucking pickup truck that was a 1972, you wanted to look perfect. You're going to take it to the car wash and wax it before show, bro. Yeah. Like you, you just want to show what's there. That's, that's a, all good, that's a good when, way to play it. But when you break it down into that world, then people go, oh, okay, I kind of get it. Oh, and you make money doing this? Then it clicks for people. They're like, okay. Yeah. That justifies a lot to people. But it, but it is true, dude. It's just that hyper-masculine world. It was hard to get over that hump. But then in this other world i'm not masculine enough mm. it's interesting because you're playing that you're playing that line all the time yeah. the world yeah. i came from there's a lot of shit i do like of course the fitness modeling stuff is strange to people you're taking your shirt off in front of a camera bro. what is up with you what are you, you doing see, yeah, you see how many people are in the comments just you know, and it's it's over and over and over but then in the tiktok space it's like look at this hyper masculine asshole this toxic masculine asshole. yeah, yeah. for sure for sure different yeah for everyone's sure. perspective changes what you are well how since you I, we've talked to a lot of creators who've been in the world for a long time been the spotlight for a short amount of time and like everything in between by the way, I had no idea that you went from zero to here in, in a year. So, I mean, congratulations yeah, also. I appreciate Congrats. all you guys for that. Yeah. So, uh, also, fuck you for doing it so well. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you would have did, man. Uh, but, but two, you know, that's to go that big that fast, you obviously have the share of positivity 
like you were saying, and, and negativity from people because that's what the internet is. Mm-hmm. How quickly have you been able to digest that? Because as the bigger you get, the more influx of comments and engagement you get, the more negativity and the more there. drastic it yeah, becomes. Like yeah, how yeah, yeah, true. Do, do you handle that well, or how do you? Handle I don't. That? Hand, I don't handle it too well um, because I, I'm, I wouldn't say a confrontational person. But I've always kind of grew up with, and I, just the culture I came from. But if you if you're gonna say something negative, there's gonna be repercussions for everything that you say. Right. Everything that you say is gonna follow you to school. It's gonna follow you to the bar. It's gonna follow you whatever. And of course, you're not in school and at the bar at the same time. But you guys know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. It well, college, baby. College, baby. I had a, I had a couple yeah, friends yeah. that were able to get in. But yeah, <laughs> you're 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 living these lives like where it's like. It's very, it's very nose to nose with everything, and in, in a, a small in town world. too, right? Yeah, like you're not gonna get away from. You're it. not gonna get away. You'll from see shit. him around the corner. Yeah. And and we always handle it. We luckily, I grew up in a world that is very uh, akin to a ghetto in the sense where, or a bad neighborhood in the sense where, you're you're gonna have to confront a lot of drugs when you're growing up because that's what rural America looks like. Ton right. of drugs, ton of problems, uh, a lot of fighting. Um, a lot of dangerous stuff, but the the thing is that we never had gang problems. Yeah, so that that changes a lot, right? Because you don't have that. The kids don't have that burning desire to get out, because it's not really actually dangerous. All the problems are all kind of coming from making the your stuff you're chasing, right? Yeah. Your choices. But I will say, yeah, that was it was tough for me because when I first started seeing negative comments on the internet, I'm like. One for what? Yeah. yeah. What the fuck are you this juiced up about, dude? It's a video. <laughs> Chopping wood, shirtless, chill. Yeah, are you kidding? Like, if you don't like it, scroll. But that's the very that's the very uh, common sense approach, right? Then the second layer is, whoa, maybe, maybe what I'm doing is making people feel a lot less adequate about the way they spent their last eight hours. Mm-hmm. Sure. And when they see the fact like, well, you can't be, bro, you can't honestly be in good shape and doing real hard labor. There's no way. There's it's all fake. You're just splitting wood just for videos. He's not real. He's not and it's like no 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 no. Here's the problem is that you didn't wake up this morning, hit the gym, eat clean, put the time and energy into making sure all your relationships are healthy and then finish the day with some more labor and then also hustle to start your own business while finishing your master's degree. That's a lot. Yeah. A lot of people only did one or two of those things. So when the places where they're slipping and they don't feel like they have the other aspects that's where they're going to try to stab. Yeah, so it's just sure. that reflection, right? It's like that, well, obviously it can't be real. Well, no, I'm, I'm sorry, dude. It, it is real. But I get why you're coming from that perspective. So the negativity hit me hard because I had this constant desire because I'd never experienced people, like, it. Explain, 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 people. explain, explain. And then I woke up and I was like, what the fuck am I doing? All this stuff is the... <laughs> you can't keep up. Dude, yeah. Like, you can't what are prove we, it. What are we doing? I... I I don't have to prove to anyone I'm intelligent anymore. I don't have to. I, it's, I'm, I'm over. I think it's I just like we're talking about you living your lifestyle and ours and it being very different. I think people like obviously we're, we put ourselves out there, right? As much as we can. Like yeah. this, we do this as like a job now and as a whole different side of our lives. And so we get positive comments. We get negative comments just like anyone else on social media. But I think it's different to us. Like we laugh at a lot of them because some of them are hilarious, by the way. But yeah. some of them, <laughs> Dude, there's some there's, there's some, some jokes funny that ones, are funny. Yeah. But yeah. we're not the type of people, and as you're not either, to write a negative comment. So sometimes when you see them, you're like, "Man, really? Like, and why would you say that? Yeah, it's crazy. Right? Because, because I would never want somebody to be like, "I'm a hater or whatever." No, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. You look like an idiot. You're so stupid. You're the dumbest guy I've ever seen in my life. Well, I you're, hate your adver- face. you're advertising your inadequacies, and that's kind of crazy. People are willing to do that. They're yeah, willing to yeah. be like, "Hey, look how bad I suck at all the other aspects of my life. I'm going to come dig in comments." Yeah. Hey, I'm going to try to bring you down, but that's crazy. People are just willing to advertise that. It is weird. Well, we also, I think it's funny realize, you know, once you do have some videos or whatever, you put stuff out on social media a lot, you guys, how divided the internet is no matter. Mm. So you'll get, you know, we'll put out a video or a clip or something and it'll get a million views. Right. 
you'll put it, and half the comments will be like, God, I was always wondering that. It's such an insightful question. Like, I always was curious about that. The other half, like, it's the dumbest question you, I've ever yeah, heard in my how life. How did you not freaking know yeah, that? you're the biggest idiot. It's like, oh. obviously, it's this, that, or the other. And you're like, man, it's just like, on, bro. like it's just so funny that, ha- like, you can get answers or engagement in like total polarized. opposite totally worlds with yeah. different mentalities you just have to keep doing what and you're doing my, and mine comes from uh the it's funny that you wrapped it around to that because that's what i was speaking on when i was speaking about the polarization of what the world views as toxic mas- masculinity mm-hmm. and what actual toxic masculinity really is which is changing the way you interact with people based on needing to prove you're masculine that's <laughs> yeah. what toxic yeah. masculinity is. Yeah. yeah is treating someone differently based on the fact you need people to know how masculine you are let's yeah. not make any mistake about it but the that polarization of what of how i fit in that box that's what gets people really really either aggravated or excited is yep. the fact that they haven't seen a man doing something like this in a long time. Yeah. And the fact that it's real, they love to see it. And then there's the people on the other side that are like, well, you know, that's not. He's doing that just so we can. Sure, thing. sure. Right. And so you get that balance. And that's where my polarization comes from. I think I, also seeing you being successful at it is what makes people. Really, well, like seeing sure. you chop wood is one thing. Seeing you chop wood and like have people like especially girls like swooning over you or making duets about you. And then you obviously making money on it because you're big enough. is just like, Oh, like there's something has to be wrong. Yeah, here. Something this has can't to be, be wrong. Real because yeah. Yeah. Cause no. I hate the fact that he's chopping wood and making money because I'm doing my regular job right. and I'm not making shit or whatever, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like a lot of people get that way. Yeah, Cause sure. it seems so obvious after the fact, like, Oh, you just chop wood and you, and you have a lot That's of followers, true. That's right? True. That's you know, true. but beforehand it seems like, Hey, I'm going to, if before you came out, you told someone like, Hey man, I think I'm gonna chop wood on social media and I'm gonna blow up. You're like, all right, dude. Yeah, cool. yeah, sorry, dude. Get out, out of my face. It. Doubtful. Yeah, get out of my yeah, face. Yeah, it is, and it's a weird concept to wrap your brain around. But in a year, it's gonna be a whole niche. It's gonna be a whole niche. For sure. Yeah. It might already. I I haven't really looked, but it might already kind of be considered one. I guess. And like, I, I'm not really super deep into pop culture or what household names are which or what are this or that. But I would say there's probably a pretty large chunk of America that's familiar with wood chopping TikTok. Now you could, you now, could for now. sure. I guarantee you, you do a live wood chopping show. You sell out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I bet you on your social media, if you did a live <laughs> wood chopping thing, I swear on my life in California, anywhere you want to, I saw. I say you sell five hundred tickets off forty five bucks. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was no joke. It. Until I, people until people see the in between parts that are like you know pretty pretty soft, pretty slow, pretty. <laughs> That's yeah, fine. Just, we'll quiet. Get just just birds. There's not we much going on. We will be the MCs. Yeah, we'll it's be true. your MCs. He's loading up another stump, guys. Yeah. Just give us a second. One thousand percent. That's funny. I uh, I love the fact real quick that uh it seems like and again we've only been talking for an hour so but it seems like you haven't let it change you because we've had a lot of influencers on the show and. Mi- tens of millions of followers and they move out to LA and they say, you know, in LA, especially these content houses and everything at these parties, your social following is almost like currency. It's almost like your, your validity. It's like, if you don't have, if you don't have millions of followers, you can't come into this party. You're not cool. Or, Oh, that little group of table over there is only for the the TikTokers with 10 million plus followers, et cetera. And it changes these people. And the way I judge it is if I have a guest on the show and I don't want to go have a beer with them afterwards, it's done. The relationship's over. I and you, like, yeah, we yeah. want to have a beer no, with you after yeah, the show yeah, anytime. And that's how we judge it. Because it doesn't, it, and I feel like easy in another year when you have 10, 20 million followers, you could easily move out to LA, get a Ferrari, get the bitches, all that bullshit. But I feel like that's not you. And I love that. I appreciate yeah. the, the, your insight into that in only an hour to see that that's not what I want for my life. And I will uh, let you guys know that I get reached out to on a daily basis, whether it's for The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, 
Uh, the other one was called Love Island UK. Oh, oh, man. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Yeah. I, he watches I, all that I, I love the trash I've never TV. seen. I've never seen them, but I have. I have a, an agent. Not. I don't have an agent myself, but I have agents reaching out to me all the time to try to get me just mainlined onto these shows. Well, did you know it's this much money if you do it? Did you know you could win this much? Whatever it is, and I I forget to tell people all the time that I have you know no interest, zero interest in doing this anyone else's way. Like. The whole reason why I left the fucking university that I was at, which was considered to be a prestigious job that I worked for my whole life, which was hard from the world I came from to get a master's degree and then put myself through school and then get that job that I thought, you know, D1 NCAA coaches rarely in their 20s. Yes, right. Ra- rarely in their 20s sure, sure. to get to that level. And then the next question was, oh, do I get to Stanford next? Am I going to try to go to Alabama? You know, whatever. You just, The school just gets bigger. But you worked that whole time for this outside prestige. And it didn't feed me. So the fuck am I going to do to work my way up to something again? Say it's 10 million followers, which would be I'd be blessed to have that. But if I worked up to that many and then turn around and do the same fucking thing that sold me out in the first place. Right. Which was get involved in another broken ass system that just takes your soul out of it. It did the same thing when I got a fucking and spend all that time getting a master's degree and then you get a job and the job steals your soul and you're like this ain't speaking to me i'm not helping real people i'm just helping athletes perform better on the field that doesn't speak to me i'm out i'm not going to keep nose to the grindstone and just you know burn myself out on this so i did something that speaks to me i'm not going to go turn around and sell that shit back mm-hmm. after all that time you know what i mean that's the whole reason i did it was yeah. to have that control and that kind of self-imposing thing and that's why people like you guys motivate me so much even though i don't interact with the social media space in a real world opportunity like this, even though I'm enjoying myself to hell, but like getting, getting to see you guys do a podcast, which five years ago, wasn't even a fucking concept Yeah, yeah. to be able to do this for a, a legitimate career to do this for a legitimate job. And now you guys are doing it. It's the same idea. It's the same idea now we're finally in the space where the internet has done something, which is you can make people their own, but I think have real conversation. But you're yeah. living the ultimate luxury right now of choice. Right. Like most people, if they ever got an email about a reality show, they could not say no to the opportunity. Right. Like most people, like in their lives, don't say no to any opportunities because they're, like you said, they're always looking to like level up just a little, little, little tiny bit. Yeah. And but the- what does the reality show do, bro? It takes away your uh, your autonomy to present yourself to the world the way you actually are. For sure. You yeah. sell that to somebody, and before you know it. I, I would be a fucking Brad because that's how they'd sell me to the world. <laughs> they'd be like, dude, this, wait, this dude, this dude, because they would just pick the I clip know, they want to pick. And you're a Thor, bro. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably why they want you. Yeah, yeah. By the way, at what age did you realize, like, damn, I'm a Thor. I better, no, I, I better so, hit, my, hit the gym up. I can't be a little Thor. I'll start trimming down my answers a lot quicker now since I've gone so long. I'm long-winded. You guys can tell that now. But my mom named me Thorin at birth. That's my first name, Thorin. Everyone who genuinely knows me from childhood or family calls me Thorin. Oh, nice. T-H-O-R-E-N. Thorin. When I got to college and people didn't know who I was, didn't know my background, and I would say, they say, what's your name? And I said, Thorin. And they would say, like, Thor? Because the fucking Chris Hemsworth movie had yeah. come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, of course, they're not going to hear that without being like, and Chris Hemsworth, shout out, dude. By fucking the way. That <laughs> <it's, it's laughs> wasn't okay. a dig at you. It's an okay <laughs> analogy, it's by the way. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> All these guys mistake me for Thor at college. It was such bullshit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. People didn't mistake me for him. I'm not that handsome. But I, I did get to this place where, like, when I would say Thor in, they would be like, Thor. And then eventually it was just like everyone who knew me. Or met me off the gates would just be. I'm just gonna call you Thor. I'm just gonna call you Thor. And then I got to a place on social media was like, I can't explain this shit anymore. Let's just. Tri- it's like trimming Matthew to Matt. 
Yeah, yeah. I just trimmed Thorin to Thor because yeah. it's faster go. and easier. But I like it. You know, For real sure. name is Thorin, so yeah, that's what it is. But you have a responsibility to be a certain way if your nickname's gonna be Thor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm sure. saying? Like there's a responsibility to the public. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta continue to live like, up to like that. If you, don't, if you walk up to someone and you don't look the part and say, Hey, my name's Thor, and you're like, Did you nickname yourself? You can't that's nickname the worst yourself part, Thor, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, what's your yeah, real yeah. name? You can't call yourself Thor, dude. Damn, it comes across so pretentious if you tell them your name is Thor too, because people are like, Oh, he calls himself that? What a show. Chode, he calls I'm pretty yeah. sure it's Brad. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I looked you up. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's your, Brad. your name is really Brad on. Yeah. A, on Dude, I'll name. tell you this. Whatever they're, whoever's doing the measurements to tell people what a ce- celebrity, I'm not a celebrity, but whatever celebrities' net worth are, they're off. So anyone out there looking, what does your say I, online? Dude, it says I'm making like three mil a year. Congrats. That's no, nice. don't Congrats. tell the one. If someone tells the IRS that, I'm going to be fucked because I'm not <laughs> yeah. making anywhere near three million a year. Two, how, dude? Like, yeah. who's getting these numbers? I don't know where they're pulling that. That's the like, internet. hey, it must be the estimate based on how many followers he has. Yeah. If sure. I do get to that place, then I'll fucking put it up myself and I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, just wanted to remind you guys yeah, just how much I'm making. The internet's wood. really yeah. accurate today. Yeah, wow. for sure. Uh, my man, thank you for coming on the show. This was awesome. Was Guys, check out everything he's doing. And by the way, we're excited to see what you are going to come out with in the, the next the year app? or so. Oak app? Yeah, go download the app. Yeah, don't even find me app? on social media. I'll find you all on social media, I promise. Where can, <laughs> they, where, where can they download the app? The app you can find on the App Store or any of the Android platforms. I think it's called Google Play Store. Am I wrong? Yeah, yep, yeah. Yep, you're right. So I don't, I've never had it, but that's what it is. And it's just spelled O-H-K. Nice. And you'll Easy. get all my help there for sure. I love it. Guys, at the Residency Pod, we'll see you next week.